¿Cómo están? Soy Pedro Barajas, capitán de PBA y miembro de Los Únicos. Estás escuchando el mejor podcast de Sacramento. How's it going, guys? This is PBA Reno and Los Únicos. You're now listening to the best soccer-specific podcast in Sacramento. What's going on, soccer fans, and welcome to the number one soccer-specific podcast in Sacramento, the Sacktown FC podcast, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. Check them out today at roughneckscarves.com and raise your game. As usual, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Luis and Danny. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Doing good. I'm actually pretty excited because I just got the Sacramento City jersey, finally, after a couple of years. So, you know, pretty excited to have finally gotten that and excited to wear it at our next home match whenever that happens. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Sweet. We'll be twins. Danny, get on board. Yeah. <laughs> is, that the, is that the blue jersey? Yeah. You right. need to get yeah. it. Right. It's, it's, it's like it. a blend. Yeah, it's like a blend, blend of uh, Cruz Azul and Sacramento. So that's why I was like, I need to get it. Luis, nice. did you get it, did you get it uh, personalized? No, I didn't actually get it. No, I just got it. Just, just nice. regular. All right. Yeah, I'm doing great too, man. I'm excited for today's guest. Um, we have a lot to talk about. I have a lot of input to put in as well. Um, so I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, so today, guys, we welcome a co-founder of Los Unicos and captain of PVA Reno. You will often see him on social media saying, Odiame mas, which means hate me more. <laughs> Proud supporter and drummer for the Sacramento Republic and the Mexican national team. Joining us via the Makuni Dreamline, please welcome Mr. Firulai69 himself, Pedro Barajas, to the podcast. How are you doing, man? Hey, hey, hey. good, good. What about you guys? Doing great, doing great. Doing good. Up, man. Just great, great. Coffee, I'm great, man. You guys, you guys woke me up too early. My kids wake up, wake me up at six, and I, I had a moment to sleep in this morning, but then I realized that we had a phone call, and I, I jumped on, so we're good. I don't know why Danny put this too early, but that's good. It's I'm all good. good. It's all I'm good. A, yeah. I'm a morning person. I just don't know why John's house looks like he's talking like uh, in Australia and it's nighttime over there. It's because I'm in the dungeon, bro. As soon as I finish the interview, I'm ready to go back to bed. I feel you. <laughs> nice. I'm dropping my kids off at my parents' house for, for a few hours. Take a nap. That was good. Yeah, let's started with some uh, some questions so uh, everybody can know get to know my my partner here. So Pe Pedro, um, let's get started with this. Um, how did you get a passion for soccer and supporting a club? Well, I started since I was a kid. Uh, all my life was around ball. You know, I played soccer the whole time since probably four or five years old, and that that's what I gave my passion on on it. But it's fine that's my whole life i i still remember when i was a kid uh I told my friends to play on on a whole field who was like seven years old nobody wants to play with me because they don't want to run that much you know but i i love it you know that's that's my whole passion and that's uh that's my whole life you know so my co-hosts are huge cruz azul fans uh but i understand you have a love for a different team can you kind of give us an idea of who that team is and why you uh, you like that color so much? Well, it's just uh, the biggest team on Mexico, you know, the the team with more championships. And 
I, I love them. I, I start getting in love when I moved to, to Mexico City and I start following America's team before. So we make the troubles from Guadalajara. That's like eight hours from Mexico City. So we make the uh, trouble to saw the team, like important games and all that. So yeah, I, I, I love my America, America's team. I think they, I think they, they ran out of money though because they haven't bought any championships lately. <laughs> no, it's because they can't, they can't, they can't convert PKs. <laughs> it's things to bar, bar can be bought, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ever since Bar came on, yeah, they haven't, they haven't <laughs> games. <laughs> we got the last one against against who? No, you didn't get the last one. Uh, you didn't get the last no. one. Ooh, Monterrey, Monterrey got the last one. Or last championship. Or last championship. <laughs> championship we don't talk here. about that. We don't talk about that. Let's see. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> ne- next question, please. <laughs> so, Pedro, can you uh, share a little bit of the story of how you and I started Los Unicos? Sure. Uh, well, we I started, you know, Join another support group before, and then on the first game I met Danny and uh, Nonon at the soccer field, and I told them, "Hey, let's where you guys join us. You know, we need more drummers, and and we need to do something bigger." And then we start uh, making meetings and all that, so we get together a couple times, and then they start. Uh, I remember the first one who did that. It was Nonon. He he ordered some big drums with me, and then Danny. And uh, after that, they joined me on on PBA. So we made something real big and and good on on PBA. So we moved that to to make our own support group, and uh, that's when we started Los Unicos. I remember. I remember the the first time we had a we had a meeting at the park. <laughs> Um, and we were supposed to, I mean, I wasn't planning on playing the drum at all. Uh, I was going to do the chants and we were kind of going over lyrics and stuff like that. I remember you told me just pick up a drum cause we didn't, I, I, we had an extra drum and we needed a different beat or something. And you're like, just keep it. Well, you'll start playing it. And I was a little scared at first cause I've never done that ever before. And, uh, and it worked out and I just started picking it up more and more and yeah. Well, I think I, I think it was something different for uh, everybody. Well, for most of the people, because I used to play the drums before in Mexico on for the uh, America support group, and you know I'm used to it. But not most of you guys never play a drum. Like I still remember you, Nonon, uh, El Chato. He he never played nothing before, so. Yeah, it's something new for almost everybody. Yeah, we were all involved in the supporter in the supporter community in a way, but it was mostly chanting. Uh, Pedro was the only one that kind of had that drummer experience from from the big the big borras down in Mexico, and he kind of brought it over here. We made we put our own little spin on it. We put our own little beats to every song, our own little lyrics, our and and it worked out. So, uh, Pedro, can you explain here to, to our listeners uh, what is PBA and why is it so important to the community? Well, PBA, that's uh, Mexico support group, you know, that here in the USA, that's one of the most popular 
you know, that we have more, uh, we already have there like probably six years together. So uh, yeah, we used to meet, the first time I know PBA was on, on the Mexico versus USA game back in 2005, I think. And uh, it was something really good for me, you know. Uh, I tried to use, to do my own uh, support group here or my own chapter. And uh, that's when, when we start getting people, you know, we start just like with my family, my kids and my wife and me. And then we meet some really nice people. And that's when we start something really big for, and we try to make, you know, something different for the community, something, some new way to watch the soccer game. So uh, another little little fun fact about PVA Reno, we are actually pretty well known about our TFOs and our flags and 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 them and us doing them ourselves. Um, one of the first flags that Pedro created is a big flag that just says PVA Reno, and it has like the Reno skyline on it, and that is the flag that actually even made it to the Russia World Cup. So we have uh, we have one of our one of our guys that went to Russia, took the flag with him, and there's like pictures of our flag all over um, r- the Russia World Cup. But uh, one in particular, the, I think the one that we are all most proud of is uh, a, a pretty well known and famous huge giant Mexican flag. It's been all over the news. It's been all over commercials and Univision, like prior <laughs> games. Um, it's it, it's everywhere. And that flag actually was created in my living room. Um, and we had like a little, we had like a little uh, old school camera projector. It wasn't even all that great. Uh, and we had to kind of do our best. I, I, a lot of the art I kind of improvised um, and it came out. I mean, I, I, I was so surprised how good it came out. Um, that, and it was like, that one was a huge project, you know, mm-hmm. because started like with uh Right, we were going to that game. It was like uh, a month or two months before. We were like, "Oh, let let's make a, a tifo, something different, you know. Let's make a huge flag." So we thought it's gonna be easy, and it wasn't. Uh, it was too hard to make the colors and all that. I still remember that. I yeah. would put my kid, "Hey, we're missing this color. We don't have any more. They don't have any more on the store." So he mixed some colors. Yeah, and he was that. mixing colors. We get it. Yeah. But it was great. Something as soon as you saw that on on TV or at the stadium on the screens, you are like, All right. Uh, yeah, it was it was great. such a sense of pride. Um, and you know when we were when we were actually painting the flag, uh, since it was going to be a huge game, and we were bringing a ton of uh, barbecue grills. If anyone made a mistake <laughs> on the flag, they had to get off of the flag and build a barbecue grill. That was the punishment for it. So that was that was a fun time. Barbecue grill. Let's uh, we got to pull those out and bring them down for our five a uh, five aside oh, tournament. Man, with those, those 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 stayed in the parking lot, man. Uh, we left them yeah. there. We left it them was, there uh, because nobody nobody wants to take it back. And we are like, when we finish on the game, the cuts are like, "Hey, these grills are yours." I'm like, "No, I don't know." Probably the guys next to us, and he left. He's like, "Oh, okay, cool." I know. I mean, but it wasn't like we, we, we had probably like three or four. I mean, I'm guessing there was hundreds of them that were just left there. Oh yeah. For next time. Because, next time. because <laughs> ne- next, next day we stopped by on uh, Great America and I'm like, damn, it's 
a lot of Creoles there. Like probably <laughs> like Danny say a hundred, some or even more. It is uh, that's how big the, the tailgates get out there. No grill left behind. <laughs> hey, so Pedro, uh, you introduced Danny to drumming. Did you also introduce him to the mask wearing? Because let's be honest, in your opinion, is it better that he wears the mask? Well, uh, I don't even remember. I, I, I thought the, I get the first one. I don't know if, if we talked about it before because uh, I remember that I get one yellow mask to, to the games, but it was so hard to be, you know, playing the drum and, and wear the mask. I'm like, you know what? I just take it like two or three times and then it keeps using it. So uh, it was totally different. That's something he uh, keep it for himself. I think that's the only one and probably no known. Does Sometimes. he look better with a mask? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there, was where, there was a time where everybody tried to wear a mask. There was one game where Pedro, Chato, everyone, there was probably like 10 of us all wearing masks. Which mask, yeah. And I have some some uh, really nice ones, but I'm like, nah, it's too hot. I, I probably can use it for the picture and that's it. Oh man, I used to stand there in 100 degree weather with a full <laughs> mask on. So, yeah, that was pretty rough. Yeah, but as soon as Danny take him out, we're like, hey, you know what, put it back. <laughs> um, hey, Pedro, so I, I, explain, I, I introduce you, as you always saying, odiame mas. Uh, mm-hmm. What does that mean, and why do, you, why do you always say that? Well, it's kind of the logo that uh, America has. I think my key has on the flag right here. You can see it, odiame mas. And uh, because, you know, everybody hates America. If we have uh, some words that say, if you don't love it, you hate it. So, uh, we're, you know, I know it's going to hurt you, but we're the most popular team. We are the team with more championships. And, of course, most of the people is going to hate us. You know, if you are not part of the team, yeah, that's why we're like, all right. Oh, yeah, so you you don't, you don't need to keep telling people to hate you more though. Like that, that people would just hate you. It's, it's fine. You don't need to remind us to hate you more. Like you know, that's just that's just in case that somebody forget it. You know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever forget. There no one's ever gonna. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's something so- fun. I, I think it's every team picks something. You know, to to be on social media or stuff like that. So that's something m- more popular. And even though, even though it's like an America thing, it, it kind of relates to our group, even especially in the, in during the time that we are in right now. So like every time I see that, I think of the same thing. Every time I see people, you know, running their mouths about us on Twitter, uh, on Twitters that we're blocked on. Um, that's what I think. Keep hating us, hate us more. So I, I get you. I get you. I get where you're <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's applicable to, to other aspects, too. Mm-hmm. See, um, he now to start loving some stuff from America. So we're good. Oh, no, Danny. It's not good. Hey, <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> you know what? The only thing from America that I love is my mother. Uh, that's, the only, that's the only thing from America that I will always love. It's my mom. And she's, and she's the only one who knows about football. So good, good. <laughs> 
my dad's always saying, "Hey, you're uh, we call we call them wheelas." I don't know if you ever heard that, Luis. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> like a, it's like a different name for an eagle, but like a kind of a bad name for an eagle. And my dad's always like, "Well, whether you like it or not, you're half wheela. There's nothing you could do about that." <laughs> it was fun. Some some uh, I still remember some uh, nice experience on on. I think it was on 2018 final. Yeah, because I I don't even know you on 2013. That the two times we beat Cruz Azul. Sorry, and uh, Daniel told me, hey, let's make together some. Let's make some party together for like the final. And he was like, let's make some barbecue or something like that. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think it's gonna be a good idea. Some of us is gonna get mad, and you know we are really good friends, so enjoy the game, but. We talk about later, and yeah, it was great, great night when we talk about the final. He gets mad, but not at home. Uh, I don't get mad. It's just it's funny that uh, you guys just keep concentrating on that to make you guys feel better, and you know you haven't beaten us in a very long time, and you know that's that's what that's what that's what makes you feel better. It's okay. We're, we're okay with that. No, but I get the point. You know, <laughs> on on the night if you lose the final, you get mad. You get mad. Yeah. It, and, no, no, I'm not talking about you. Uh, but if I lost the final, I get mad. Nobody wants oh, to be yeah. king of the. You, nobody wants to be oh, king yeah. of the losers. Pedro. Well, you lost. Oh, you yeah. lost. You lost the final last season. I mean. I'm yeah, yeah, and, and I get mad. mad there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I get, I get mad because you know nobody expected to do that. Even when you hate the team, because you know it was something that you're gonna get mad. So it's all good. <laughs> right now it's different times now different times. <laughs> so uh, pedro so um you know you were able to to attend the first uh sacramento match this year um mm -hmm. can you tell us you know what that feeling was like for you and you know essentially starting over or like a new chapter in your supporter life yeah it was something good uh the experience is great uh all the people around you you know that's what we expect. We expect to be playing the drums and hear a lot of voices behind us. And that's really good. Uh, I get the point when a lot of people think that we show up to that game and that's it. Like, if we show up that game just to get the other guys mad or some stuff like that. But no, it wasn't like that. That That's not the point. We start there because we want to be there. And that's a really, really good experience, you know, being behind the goalie with you guys. And I, I really enjoy it so much. It takes, it was good. Even it takes forever to go back home that night and everybody was sleeping drunk on the truck, but it was good. Uh, if they told me if I do it again, uh, I'm like, fuck yeah, because, you know, that's, that's something that I really love it. So, Pedro, um, I want to get into kind of the topic of Reno. And as we've discussed, um, you know, we, we – Danny and I were talking that, in essence, it wasn't the Reno front office that there was the problem with. Yes, could it have been handled differently? For sure. I, I think any opportunity where it can be handled differently will work. But the skill set might not have been there or the understanding of what's going on because there's so many different entities involved, right, that the – the story doesn't come out. It's, it's like a game of telephone with children. You tell them one thing and it goes around in the circle and it comes back a whole different meaning. And so with that understanding, we know that Danny has shared 
uh, some of the issues that, that created a sideways relationship with Reno. And, and you guys are now supporters of Sac Republic, and we enjoy having you guys join us game days and being a part of our community. But moving into a different direction, can you give us some idea of how things got to where they are today? I don't even know how to, to explain that because – I move out. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to talk anymore about Reno, but at some point, or or even the supporter groups, but it's some t- points when you have to talk about it. Uh, I really try to enjoy this moment with the Sacramento Republic and, you know, La Banda del Puente and our TVV. But going back that we got before, it's kind of weird because we spend a lot of time, money, and we have some issues, like, at least on my point, family issues when I don't meet, you know, my family members at a party because we want to spend the time on the soccer field. And they don't they don't think about that. The other support groups, they just think they are the only ones that can do something special for the team. And it's not true, you know. Uh, like before, when we are together with, your support group, we try to do something to bring more Hispanic community to the stadium. We try to put their name, and we, I don't know Ren, if Daniel remember that, we try to put Hispanic chapter or something like that. I, I don't even remember how, how we try to do that. And they're like, no, you guys can't do anything with your name. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, if to do something for the team, you know, not, not for us, we never try to get something for us, but uh, they don't even think about it. They just think about what they want to do, and they have to do that. So, yeah, and uh, we we and we were actually asked to do that by by the front office. Um, they wanted to get more of the Hispanic community involved. Um, they they asked for our help um, as to what we can do. Um, and we, we of course, wanted to stay as part of that main supporter group, um, but we wanted to, to, to let people know, to let the Hispanic community know that it's safe, that it's, that's welcoming to come into the group, that we're going to be doing Spanish chants, that we're going to be uh, at some point doing, doing a little bit of the Hispanic culture within that group, you know, and uh, at first it was welcomed. But then we noticed, you know, people every time we would start a Spanish chant and we had signs with with the capo. He would look at us and he would give us a thumbs up. I remember having signs that where we could start our chants and a lot of them would follow. But a lot of them would look at us like, really, here we go again. And you can see it. You can see it. So we start, you know, making the chant. You can see and you can notice. And you feel uncomfortable, you know, because mm-hmm. you're doing, it's not something for you. It's not something to make you feel better. It's something for the team, you know, to bring the people together. And yep. it's where it's a lot of people who go to the stadiums that mm-hmm. let, let's be honest, that they don't speak English. I don't speak English yeah. very well, but let, let's be honest. It's a lot of community that try mm-hmm. to watch the game. And if they saw, you know, chance and, and, you know, people dancing around, they're gonna join you, you know, but they they don't think about that. I have a I have a little uh, a, a little memory uh, of something that happened that it was kind of like the beginning of the end with with us and 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 I'll say the Battle Brigade. 
it was kind of like the start of, of the end of our relationship. Uh, there was a there was a, a national. It was a Mexican national Morelia. Uh, we were playing against them, um, and it started raining and thundering. Um, so they 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 did a delay of the game, um, and at first like three hours. Yeah, something like that. Uh, at first, it was going to be like 20 to 30 minutes or when the thunder would stop. It didn't stop. It kind of got a little worse. So then it, it, they just kept extending the uh, uh, the delay, but they didn't want to completely cancel it because it was Morelia, right? It was like a huge, huge deal. And there was a lot of people there to watch the team uh, play against a Mexican team. Um, so what we did, uh, so people wouldn't leave. We started drumming and chanting up on like the like the walking area. And it was an insane just atmosphere. We didn't stop. We went literally for over three hours, just continuing and, and not like nonstop continuing. People were dancing. We were doing like the snake thing around the stadium. Like we just completely threw the party and people, because we, we noticed people leaving and we didn't want them to leave. So uh, that's what we did. Um, so we just completely just tore the, the, the roof out of that place. Um, finally, the game started. And now we had a drum for the team for the entire 90 minutes of the game. And we, we did that, you know, we, we did that. But after, I remember after halftime, I was just so dead tired. Like my back was hurting. My shoulders were hurting. It was, it was like, it was rough. Um, I've never been that tired before and I could barely even play. I remember one of their slower chants, I think Pedro knows what I'm about to say. On one of their slower chants, um, uh, we just kind of sat back and kind of sat down a little bit, not fully sitting down, but we kind of sat down a little bit and we didn't play because we were just so damn tired. A couple of us were playing, but none of, none all of us. Um, and one of their supporters, um, uh, you might, you guys might not, might know him. His name is DJ. Um, he looks at us and starts yelling at us and says, what the hell are you doing? Why aren't you playing? And then he made a comment saying, I bet you would be playing if this chant was in Spanish. And that just rubbed me the wrong, like that was kind of like, it kind of clicked. And that just kind of, um, I, I kind of went at him and I told him not to yell at us. And his girlfriend got involved because we were talking, talking to her boyfriend. So I kind of uh, said stuff to his girlfriend. He didn't say anything. He didn't do anything about it. You know, uh, he just sat there and watched. Um, but then they started making things up that uh, a lot of our chants in Spanish, we were talking that he, they were saying that it translated into us hating white people. She said, Oh, I speak Spanish. And every time they say this, it's, they're saying F white people, which is not remotely true. Cause we did those same chants in Sacramento and it's, it's ridiculous to even say that, but it, it wasn't true. And, and to be honest, you know, it's sometimes where you are gonna find some Spanish, uh, some Spanish uh, chance against, you know, the American people. Like we're gonna find some chance against the Mexican people when Mexico plays versus USA, and that I think it's fair. You know, it's it's part of the game, but we're not. We never do that on on any other game, and even Reno, Sacramento, never. Well, we, and, and we never we never say anything about race or color. <laughs> never. Never, we never talk about it, you know, and because we think that we need to keep everybody together. They like it's not just to bring the uh, Hispanic community to the games; it's to keep a huge family supporting the team. But 
I think a lot of the problem and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't necessarily feel as though it's a Reno problem in terms of the club. I, I think that again, like I said earlier, Pedro and Danny, you know, yeah, it could have been done differently, but there's so many different entities and, and a game of, of guessing. Right. I think it's the supporters group who saw something that you guys were doing. That was, that was beyond their scope or what they were capable to do. You did it in such a quick time. Right. We're mm-hmm. talking weeks compared to their pre- preparations. And so it might have ruffled them in that, hey, look, new big dog in town. Like these guys are, are coming in and meaning business. And they didn't know how to handle that entity. It's, it's very similar to a lot of things that you would see in current situations with not just us, but other people as well, where you, you have this new group and they're coming in and then it's, it's hot, right? Everybody's like, oh, wow, okay. And then they don't know how to handle it. So what do they do? They try to put, they try to, they try to, to put some uh, water on the fire or create the fire to stop. I think that's a lot of what we're seeing or hearing, at least from my end, that it wasn't as much Reno as it was the other supporters groups trying to hold you back or to move yeah, you could, aside. And, 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 and that's, that, that, that's totally true. Or, or main problem that's uh, with the other supporter group. Well, by the end of, of the last season, we are three supporter groups. Our main problem was with the Butterbone Brigade. Let, let's be honest. You know, I'll be honest. I never, have, I never have a big issue with any of those guys because I got to play the drum and get out of the stadium, you know, and, and try to enjoy the after game and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when they have a problem with all people, I'm going to jump in, you know, and and that that's the main problem. We never have an issue before with uh, Renegades. You know, uh, we never have an issue before into the last game. So, yeah, the main problem was the support groups. The issue that we have with the front office that they 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 don't come with us or they move out, they they take us out. You know, that that's a main problem with the front office. They they don't know, even know how to to talk to us or try to fix the problem. They just go with the big group the main group and that's when we start talking about the worst races against us because we are the smallest group yeah but you know we bring some people to the stadium we put some noise time money on it and you know that that's I, part actually, of the- actually i would say renegades is the smallest group but i don't even consider them a group you know it was kind of like uh uh a bunch of people standing behind a cage uh talking smack to the opposite goalie and and they just kind of did it just to have their own little section, which it was it was cool and everything. But um, to me, uh, it was supposed to be two two big groups, and that was the plan. Um, and then these guys came up and said, "Oh, we want our group too, and why can't we have our group?" And it just created this this drama that led to them having these contracts. Right? Uh, we all had to sign a contract, and we all agreed to a certain amount of fans, a certain amount of ticket holders within our group to be called official supporters. And we did that before even half season. We so probably yeah. in the first second game we already have the amount that request yeah. us. And then the, that that's one of the problems from the front office that we, we have the amount that request. We sign the people or uh, on the link and all the stuff. And by probably half season I remember when they have the uh, mm-hmm. America versus Chivas here, boom the, the link disappeared. And we lost our, our members and all that. Yep. But by that time, they already talked to some guys to move out to the Butterball Brigade. So when they put the link back, 
they have those guys with them. I'm like, and, and we have some guy, Santi, who was working on, on the front office and mm-hmm. he told us, you know, the, the first group who has all the people sign in, it was you, then Barbell Brigade, and then the Renegades. You know, re- oh no, even I think the Renegades has more people than the Barbell Brigade. So mm-hmm. uh, it was crazy how when they put the link back on, they have more people than everybody. And that's when we start like, you know, uh, I, I don't yeah. like this. Yeah, all of a all of a sudden the, the 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 link went down, or they lost the password. They lost the password, and they told us don't use that link anymore because we were selling people scarves through that link. We lost those scarves. Um, we we lost every 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 member that signed up was gone, and we had to start all over. But they never told us they never told us uh, when to start again they never told us all right you guys can use a new link or here's a new link there was zero zero communication and then during those last meetings um those last meetings we weren't even invited to those meetings you know so uh we didn't we didn't know we could start a link or there was even a link um another one of those contracts though that i wanted to get into when it comes to douglas alley or whatever their name is um Another one of those contracts was a social media contract. Um, there was a, it was a contract saying that we cannot talk about anything other than Reno 1868 events that we are holding for our support groups. Only supporter group talk or Reno 1868 talk, period. Everybody signed that. Um, and for the most part, Bad Woman Brigade, they've, they've never... They've never uh, said anything regarding us on their own on their own social media on their on their group social media, but the Douglas Alley, they're constantly posting political things on there. They're constantly going off on us and talking about us using the c word to instead of unicos they say uni and then the c word. You know they they they're they're just completely they're going on racist rants on there. Um, you know so. They they keep doing that, and I pointed it out to the, to to uh, the president of the team, and he agreed. He said, "Oh, I I forgot about that contract." You know, I said, "If you're gonna go with the first contract, you have to go with the second one." I said, "Let your you are you consider them official. Make sure they follow your rules because they are tagging you. They're tagging your team on everything they're saying." You know, so supposedly they told him to stop, but I think the last one that I saw was a. Uh, was Valentine's Day when they oh, yeah. he, he wrote like a stupid little poem, you know? Oh, you can have Los Unicos and their drama too. Violets are green or violets are blue. Like it was some stupid thing like that, you know? And 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 they just they just kind of let it go. They just didn't. They we know we know how to move. We know how to move the social media because uh, we used to move. Oh, well, I used to move the uh, Mexico support group, the PBA social media and we never we never even put something uh personal in there like and then we create the uh los unicos social media uh instagram twitter and we never never put something uh personal and by the end when we have we have uh, issues with the uh douglas ali they send me a message from the uh twitter page from them that hey don't talk to anymore to my wife blah 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 because you know you're gonna be in a big trouble and i'm like you know what stop talking to my family too and then when i i answered back he was like 
you know what, it was a big mistake, blah, blah. But that's personal issues on pers- on uh, public, you know, mm-hmm. page. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, everybody, everybody knows, everybody in Sacramento especially knows racist Roy. Uh, he kicked out of Bad One Brigade for being racist. He's not the nah. or he doesn't call himself the leader, but he's the leader of the Douglas Alley Renegade. Not not just in Sacramento. I think you know, everywhere. Everyone. Um, and he he started again. You know, uh, it's not our fault. You guys get scared when we mention the word ice. Uh, his his wife his his wife who who literally um, just and and good for her got her green card. Uh, started saying. Uh, things you know you guys crossed the border to get here i came here on a visa uh it, it just it was it, it was christmas day and for 24 well, hours and and let's let's be honest so say, on, on that point they got a personal issue danny and her you know and nobody crossed the line that's their problem so you know i, I was looking at the twitters and i'm like oh this is good you know for Christmas Day to wake up drunk and all that and saw that on Twitter, it's good. But when she started talking about Mexican people, I jump in because she that she crossed the line when she's not talking, you know, about Danny. She started talking mm-hmm. about the whole the whole uh, ra- uh, people of Mexico throwing a racist shit and all that. I'm like, you know what? It, yeah. So that- yeah. So 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 her and I kind of had some words. Um, you know, they were supposed to be supporting us uh, throughout this whole thing. Uh, and we were still waiting before we joined um, TVB and Sacramento. We were still waiting for the team to approach us and say, hey, this is what we're going to do for you guys so you guys can come back. Nothing. We hear nothing. Uh, right? Because we, we don't want just to be like, all right, this is over. We're going to move out. No, no, no. We, you know, we want to talk to the front office. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, hear and they promised point. us. They promised us that they would talk to us. And, 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 and we want to... Part of that could have been the idea that they just didn't know what what to what to do with that entity or what to do with what has been going on and transpired, and maybe and in the end, for you two, it's it's better where you're at. Let's be oh, honest. Oh yeah, for and, sure. and absolutely. It's, you know, it's much better thinking on, on future how the people be with us. You know, we understand that it's going to be people that don't like us because we was Reno support group. Let's be honest. And and we want to tell the, the people that if we join Sacramento Republic, TVB, La Banda del Puente, or bring Los Unicos to be all together, but that's because we want to support the team. That's not because we want to... Okay, this point is not because we want to be against Reno. No. Oh, hell no. I, I don't even think about that anymore. Or oh, I never thought that that's our position. But we want to be with the Sacramento Republic people. That's why we are there. If we want to be against Reno, we can show up to the games and, yeah. and you know, do something crazy against them. And it was the point. That, that's not the point. Well, the, 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 the good thing, if you think about it, right, that last game against Reno where we essentially just spanked them, you guys had a great experience with TBB and the supporters group. And that was a warming. That was like, Oh, Hey, our doors open. If you ever have anything going on and, and there was a lot of support from TBB for you. And so it made you feel comfortable with your decision to, you know, essentially would you have jumped ship from Reno had things been differently? Maybe not. But in the end you had a warm welcome. You had, you have a home boys, you have a home. I know. Right. Thank you. Thank you. We, we already feel that night and that. One of mm-hmm. the main issues with a lot of people on the stadium, it was crazy because for the game that it was, 
we talk that it's going to be a lot of more people, even in the stadium and with each support group, you know, because, you know, we was waiting about that game and we're like, all right, this is going to be huge. You walk into the stadium and you saw that the TVB has double, to be honest, at least more people that double or triple at least uh, to be with uh, against the, the Butterbone Brigade. And you are like, hey, wait, we are in Sacramento or in Reno? Because it was totally different. That's why the team want us to be together with the TBB, but their ego doesn't let us go back. So we're fine with that after the game. People from the TBB started yelling our name. Hey, Los Unicos, hey, hey, come here. And we joined the stands. We are not celebrating against Reno. It was crazy when people told that because on that moment, we was part of the Reno team. And we start, you know, enjoying your time. You guys are celebrating. And it was good, you know, to play the drums there. We are like, right, we already play a little bit. We are about to leave. and nobody let us go so it was great and that's when people get more mad at us i don't really care but it was a fantastic night you know yeah no our, our plan was actually just to not even attend games anymore uh we were just going to concentrate on pva and the and the mexican team and that was our original plan we're okay we're done with usl uh we're just going to do our pva thing and keep doing that um since we're very successful with that We've packed hundreds of people in restaurants before, um, so we weren't worried about that, and we have fun with it. Um, and Sacramento, including Rebel, uh, the Sacramento team themselves, uh, the Tower Bridge Battalion, they kept reaching out um, and welcoming us and asking us to come. And we all had to have a meeting because we wanted to make sure, you know, that the core group of co-founders was okay with going, and everybody was. Everybody was all for it because they felt that love. They felt that support. You know, and they keep they keep seeing how everything was escalating, um, especially with the the racist tweets. Everything kept escalating, and nothing kept getting done. So it just it just kind of fed to the fire for us for us leaving and, and supporting a, a different team. You know, we still love the city of Reno. Uh, we still I still wear my Wolfpack stuff. I still love being from Reno and the city of Reno. But um, you know, we, 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 we are showing our loyalty to those who are, who showed loyalty and support to us. And it's something, it's something that probably a lot of people are going to think that, uh, we're going to be, we're not part of the city anymore. Like, I know the guys on the podcast can't see my sweater, but I have my Wolfpack sweater. Like, you know, we, we are, we are part of, of the Reno city. We love the place we are, but, uh, it's something different on, on, if you get focused on your team is we are we don't feel welcome anymore there so that when that's not the we need to be there if they don't welcome us it's wasting time and money if you keep showing up yeah absolutely and you know again and we want to make it clear our our problem was really never with the reno players we we love the reno players they were great guys great group of guys that loved us as you, you, you heard from Seth. Um, we, our problem was never really with the FO, you know, they mishandled things, but they weren't really the problem there. The problem was the toxic, the toxicity of the supporter groups in Reno. And it's still very toxic, very, very toxic. Um, that was our problem. 
you know, and that was, that was what we wanted to make clear. Um, if anybody from the Reno FO wants to jump on and, uh, and talk to us, have a conversation, a clean conversation and, and, and kind of tell us your side of the story that you haven't told us yet, please reach out to me and let me know. And we're open. And, it, and, and it was, it was uh, crazy how we start our problem with the uh, support group, but at least personal talking about me, I, I feel uh, a lot of discrimination when they don't do anything to keep exactly. us or to give uh, or to give us or section. I mean, you never saw the staring fool. Never. You not even three quarters. Probably when they have the Mexicans team here or uh, big games, probably. But you have 40, 40 chairs for us. That that's all we request. 40, 50 shirts, chair. And uh we don't need nothing else. We don't need a huge space and all that, but that's when I feel, you know, okay, this is against us, this is against or or people, against the, the Mexican guys. Well, they don't do that against the uh, the Butterbone Brigade if they don't agree to be all together for the last game. What, what they don't do something against them. That's my problem with the front office. And I, I talk about it everywhere where, you know, if people ask me, of course I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell what was the truth. And then people, the arena people, uh, if let, let's see, if we talk with you about this, and they try to send you an email. Hey, what you guys are talking about that? Why they don't look for me? Why they don't talk to me? Why they don't, they know my phone number. They know my email. Why they don't be like, all right, you know what? That happens already. Let's clear this. We apologize because that's their fault, you know? And, yeah. And, 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 I, and I've gotten, that. I've gotten calls. I've gotten calls, uh, apology calls. And how can we move, move forward calls and, uh, we wish you the best of luck calls, uh, but it's always a personal call, you know? And I said, Hey, you know what, what, you know, what would fix this? Do you know what would end this? Cause they want, nothing will fix this, but you know what will end this? Make a statement, make a public statement telling everybody how you take responsibility for us leaving and you wish us the best of luck, you know? And, and, and hopefully, hopefully someday we could all come together again, even though that will not happen. And I make that clear. But, you know, something like that, and, and they agreed to it. They agreed to doing that because they, they, they admitted what happened, you know, was partly their fault and they could have handled it better. And they wish they had because they love us, supposedly. But that, that, that statement never came, you know. So when things started heating up again and I spoke to them again, they said, oh, we didn't make the statement because we felt like things were kind of simmering down. We felt like things were kind of slowing down. So we just kind of left it at that. And that was the problem. They just were leaving things at that, you know? So um, again, again, I'm willing to talk about it. If anybody's willing to, to come on and, and, and have their side of the story and, 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 you know, and, and, and put an end to this crap, let's do it. You know, let's talk about it because we deserve an explanation as well. You know, even, it, even, even let, let's say if they want to, uh, if they want to talk face to face, I mean, you know, and that doesn't mean that we're going back to Reno. We don't want that. Well, at least me, I don't want to go back to Reno. I never go back to any Reno games, to mm -hmm. be honest, because, you know, I feel good what I'm doing right now. I feel good with the TBB. I feel good with the Sacramento Republic. And I'm going to steal there. Even if right. most of my partners want to show up, I'm going to steal there. I, I know Danny's going to keep going. Oscar and more guys, you know, just to mention some. And, uh, 
if we want, if they want to talk, we're open to talk about it, but we are never going back to the Reno game. You know? So, so Pedro, you were saying Sacramento Republic, but I challenge you because here's, here's another entity and a twist we've thrown into this whole, this whole pizzazz, right? As the official partner of media for the California storm, what would it take for us, the Sacktown SC podcast to get you guys, Danny, Pedro and Los Unicos to attend California storm games? Uh, just to ask. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's sometimes it's hard, you know, when you have to make the drive, mm-hmm. but if we can go most of the games we're in, like, let's say last time on, well, on the first season game, we make five hours and a half to go back to Reno. It's a lot of snow. They make us buy chains on, on mm-hmm. the mountain. And it was, it was something fun for me. Everybody was sleeping. But, uh, you know, some, sometimes that's the point, you know, just like the distance, but we're open, you know, to make it to any, any game. Yeah. So, uh, especially if we can make the scheduling work. Um, I know Pedro was uh, planning to attend a couple of America games and then driving back home and then going to the, 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 the Sacramento Republic game. So if we can, if, if the storm games are anywhere near, you know, even the next day from the Sacramento Republic game, that would probably be the easiest way. But anything that we're able to make, I'm all for it. I would love to see the girls play. I would love to support them, play the drums if they allow us, um, and, and, and go hard for them as well like we do for, for Sacramento. It, it was a plan for like on uh, March 28th, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm about to go to L.A. to, to the America game. We already have the tickets, and they don't get my money back yet. And uh, Sacramento Republic was to play on the 29th. So I'm like, you know what? We're coming back okay. early to get to the game. And, you know, that's easy. We're gonna, we can make it to, the, to the, any other game. And if you guys need a place to put your drums, you can always leave them at my house too. That way you don't have to pack them back in the vans. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, John actually lives in Roseville. So it's right, it's right heading to, towards the city, towards Sacramento. So right before right outside of sacramento so we could always stop by and pick up everything too that's always an option so he says <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i think i think we pretty much covered everything we needed to cover uh you know uh, again again you know if if and i say it again if you want if you want us to be affected by your by your tweets unfollow us let us see them of course you know? um block, it, block kinda, it, like like a lot of people did it they they, they 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 blocked every single person that those tweets would even matter to uh so it just makes no sense um and, and, and just some some to to clear some point again to the people that hear this podcast uh uh give us a chance you know to demonstrate that we are a hundred percent in and with the team with yeah. the community with uh anything that you guys are gonna do uh like a support group like a, a soccer family give us a chance to to demonstrate that we are a hundred percent in you know part of trying to be part of the club i know like i say it's people that probably don't like us but most of the people uh really feel make us feel good so get the other uh percent that don't like us or don't know about us just give us a chance, you know, and mm-hmm. demonstrate that we are a hundred percent with the club. We are not waiting for uh, apologize from Reno to go back. That's 
that's not even going to happen because we don't want to. So if we are on this project, we are 100% in. You know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, you, you guys have to also, you know, like drive long hours too. You were saying that, you know, the last game was like a five-hour drive and all that too. So, I mean, to me, you know, if that's not commitment, then I don't know what is, you know. I mean, making the trip out there, coming from far. I know I come from uh, Modesto, which is, you know, an hour and 15 minutes out. Uh, but I think, you know, any person who goes, you know, a couple hours, even me with an hour, um, that's showing commitment to the club and to wanting to support them, you know, because you wouldn't drive that much mm -hmm. if you weren't committed to something. So, you know, what was crazy about that that night, man, is that um, there was probably about, I want to say, 12 or 13 of us in that van. Uh, it took us like five and change. Five and a half hours. Yeah, five and a half hours to to get home. Um Everybody was super tired. Everybody was just like out of it, you know. Uh, but at the end of the night, when we finally got home, and it, and it was daylight savings time too, so we got home even an hour later than we would have. Uh, so when we got home, it was like something like four thirty in the morning or something like that. So we were all getting out of the van, um, and everybody started like just going off on how much fun they had. Oh, let's do it again. The next game, we're in. All of us, we're in. Everybody was still so excited, even though it felt like a, a like a damn you know journey back home. And usually, people would be like, "Oh hell no, never again!" Like I'm not going through this again. No, everybody was still so ready for the next game because it was that much fun, and we felt that much support from everybody out in uh, Sacramento. So that was that was great. Yeah, and, and like I said, you know, it's great to to see you guys. You know, wanting to make it to like pretty much like you said uh, when we interviewed you, Danny. Uh, to make it to every game, to be there and, you know, be be your loud supporter group that you were at Reno as well. So, I mean, it's it's a lot of hard work. And just, you know, knowing that you guys have that commitment is just amazing. It's, it's really amazing. I don't, I don't know if there's anybody else, like, out there in the area that, you know, drives so much to, to go see Sacramento. So, I mean, yeah, that that's that's amazing. Yeah, and, and uh, like I said in a, like I said in a, in my interview, and I'm sh and I know Pedro agrees. Anybody's welcome to join us. Uh, Rebel is already all about it, um, and we're happy to have Rebel. Uh, but anybody from the Sacramento area, anybody listening, if you're listening from the Reno area, Sacramento area, wherever you might be listening from, um, and you want to join us, let us know. We'll send you some stickers. We'll send you some 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 merch. Um, and we, we would love to have you, you know, uh, there's people that support most multiple, multiple groups, um, and us being one of them. And we really appreciate that. So before I ask Pedro, his, 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 uh, uh his next question, I want to point out, you know, if you, if you want to follow, uh, Pedro and any, everything he does on Facebook, you can find him, um, on PVA Reno Battalion on Facebook. You can also find him on Los Unicos and that's spelled U-N-I-K-O-S. Um, on Instagram, he's at PVA Reno 775. Um, and we are at Los Unicos SAC. Um, Twitter, he's at PVA Reno Battalion. And we are at Los Unicos 775. So make sure you give us a follow. Uh, I also share a lot of the podcasts since I'm part of it. Um, and, uh, you know, we're very humbled and we're very grateful to be where we're at. And we welcome anybody that wants to join us, either group. We, we love it. So, uh, Pedro, so we, we always like to ask uh, this to everybody that, that, that comes on our podcast. Um, and we want to hear your, your take on it. 
What does community mean to you? You know, something new, something different, but we're 100%, you know, on the community. It, like, if they, need some, if they need something, you know, like at these moments, everybody's having a, a big issues, a lot of problems on it. And if somebody from the community, you know, needs something, we're about to, to get in and, and help and do our best, you know. We are here to be one more or on the community, you know, to to help, not not to make problems or, or to do something else, you know. If somebody needs something, like Danny say, they have all social media or personal social media even, and just send a message and we're about to go in. We do that with our Reno people because uh, we are here. We are a part of the city, and and we feel love for for all people that join us, even if they don't join us on on any watch party from Mexico's game or Reno's game. But we love our people, and we are doing the same thing with the Sacramento people. You know, we are a hundred percent to help, and you know, to anything that the community needs. So, Pedro, you know, we, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. You know, we appreciate you giving us this time and uh, telling us, like, your story of, you know, how you came to love the game and about, you know, your time with uh, Reno as well. And, you know, we hope to do it again soon. And hopefully, you know, we, we all get to be out there and supporting you guys out there at, at games. Thank you, guys. I, I really enjoy this so much. You know, I want to get involved. It's We don't have a lot of time before because we just got one game and everything was canceled. So, uh, you know, we are here to, to be all together for the team, for the community, and, you know, to be like a big and new family on it. So thank you so much, you guys. And, and let's see. Let's see probably a couple more months to go back to the stands. Awesome, Pedro. Well, thank you very much, man. Get some rest, and we will uh, talk to you soon. All right. Thank you so much. Take care anytime, and vamos, Republic. That's right. Yeah. Today's guest was brought to you by the Mikuni Dreamline. Mikuni is offering $15 off your order of a platter, and has now made it easy to order with the Mikuni app. Please make sure to pre-order, stay in your car when you arrive, and they'll deliver your meals straight to your car. Visit them today at mikunisushi.com or download their app available on the App Store or Google Play. Also, guys, don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms. You can find us on one of our Facebook pages or both of our Facebook pages, one of them being Sacramento Soccer Fans, where we talk everything soccer, have fun, post pictures of soccer memories, anything you want to post on there, you can post on there. You can also find us on our second Facebook page, Sacktown FC Podcast. Uh, we usually have upcoming uh, pods, um, guests that are coming on as well. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Stacktown FC. Also, you can... Oh, hey, well, time out, bro. Time out. Hold up. Wait a minute. Anyway, are you okay? Are you stopped now? Yes. Okay. What's going on? I'm so confused. Nope. I'd be confused too, but don't forget about our amazing partners, the California storm. Uh, obviously this group of, uh, awesome people have given us the opportunity to work and partner with them on, on such great causes like the boot drive we've recently done. And we want to make sure that we continue to do great things within our community, um, together as, as we have done a really good job. We've gotten 175 pairs of boots to date. 
Uh, we're looking for that magic number 200. So if you have a pair, make sure you get them out to us. Uh, you know, direct message us, send us an email, either us or the California Storm. We'll come pick them up from you, but check them out. Make sure you get a hold of us as well. You can find them online at calstormsoccer.com. They can be found on Instagram and Twitter at calstormsoccer and obviously on Facebook, California Storm. Check them out today. Hey, Luis, why don't you hit them with some of that, uh, that uh, video game stuff you play, like that thing called Fortnite that 12-year-olds play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys are in the gaming world. Uh, you guys probably know about Twitch. It's the platform where people stream live. Uh, you guys can find us on there, Sacktown FC. We stream FIFA 20 games. I've had the chance to play against uh, different people. Um, if you're up to the challenge, I'm up to the challenge. Uh, all we ask is that you please don't rage quit. If you do rage quit, you are going to be actually rage quitting in front of a live audience. So, you know, think about that before you rage quit, especially if we, we do a Twitch live. Um, you can also find us on Xbox and PlayStation. On Xbox, we're under Sacktown FC. I use that gamer tag. I play FIFA 20, sometimes Fortnite. I do have to say, I usually play Fortnite only when it's someone else that I know that's playing. I don't enjoy it too much if it's just me playing. So if you play that, you can play. If we play against, you might beat me because, you know, I'm just not good at, at those kind of games. But FIFA 20, I feel like I'm a little more decent. So I'm up for that challenge anytime. Um, if you're on PlayStation, you can find us Sacktown underscore FC. John manages that account. He also plays FIFA 20. Not Fortnite yet, but, you know, maybe he might someday nope, get, you know, never nope, say never. No, nope, nope. I'm saying never. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying but, never. Like Mr. like Mr. Power said he would never play you again because he wasn't good enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so true statement there. Um, so he plays FIFA 20. If you guys want to challenge him, he's always up to the challenge too. So let us know if you want to challenge us and, you know, we, we can coordinate uh, some time and, play against each other. Uh, you can also find us on our website, sacktownfc.com. You can find all of our episodes. You can also find our episodes for Sacktown Mekis, which is our Liga Mekis series of podcasts where we do reviews, weekly reviews. Uh, once the league comes back, we'll be re- doing weekly reviews in English of the games and how those went. Uh, we do interviews. Uh, most of them have been in Spanish so far, or I should say all of them have been in Spanish so far. Uh, so if you do speak Spanish, if you're learning Spanish, we invite you to check those out. We've had some really amazing interviews with uh, former players that have played in Liga Mekis and one uh, player that played at Liga Mekis and is still active. Uh, so please, please check those out there. You can also find our Soccer Pulse column, which is written by our one of our other co-hosts, uh, Seth Kasipli. Uh, he talks about anything going on in the soccer world. Uh, really interesting articles that he puts up. So please, please check them out. Um, you can also find out more about the squadron, which is our form of a supporters group, where you can find out different perks that you can get by joining different memberships of our group. And it really helps us out a lot, helps us out with the cost that we incur with the podcast. And, you know, you help help us grow the podcast. Uh, a little more each day as well so thank you to everyone who's joined there um and also you can also contact us if you have a question if you have comments you'd like to tell us please please fill out that form and let us know your thoughts as well this podcast is powered by reboot 
Reboot is a nonprofit organization whose sole purpose is to help more kids play soccer while creating opportunities to practice generosity, empathy, and leadership. Check them out at reboot.soccer where you can find out more ways to be a part of the program and help reboot your community today. So that's all we have for today's episode. Again, a special thanks to Pedro for taking the time to join us today. And it's always to you, the listener, for you know, always supporting us and listening to all the podcasts that we put out for you. Um, remember to have your notifications turned on because we know you not want to miss any of our new episodes. And as usual, make sure to subscribe to us and give us some positive comments. As you all know, there's some different uh, platforms out there that you guys can leave comments at. One of those being Apple Podcast, where you can leave a comment or if you just want to leave a rating, fine, you could do that as well. And we would really appreciate that. It really helps us grow the podcast even more. And it helps our podcast uh, be able to be listened to by other people in the country and in the world as well. So, yeah, thank you, everyone. And have a great day. Cheers, everybody. Have a good one. Better, guys. Stay safe.